Lively with Bailey Friedman and Casey Miles. This podcast is brought to you by The Technique, our on-campus newspaper, as well as Rec Radio, who has partnered with us to bring tech students quality entertainment and the freshest, dankest news. So to begin our podcast today, we are going to be talking about the snow day that we had this past week in Atlanta on Georgia Tech's campus. We did not have class on Tuesday, so whoop, thanks for um, the office who decided to close the school down because I was able to get many things done that day, including my editorial for the technique, which was due Tuesday at midnight, and I had no concrete plans of when to write it. So that shutdown of campus gave me all day. So appreciate it. So besides writing your editorial, what did, what did you do with the free time you had all day? So I would like to say that I was pretty productive. Um, I started out the day because for those of you who aren't aware, there was no snow or ice so it was fine to drive places. But my friend and I went and got bagels. And then I came back and just did a bunch of schoolwork for most of the day. I had lots of writing assignments to do, um, lots of reading to do. I'm currently in the middle of Jane Eyre for my Victorian literature class. So it was really like, (laughs) it was a really exciting snow day. Um, I drank a lot of coffee. And I think around 2 p.m. the sun came out and I was like, this is the best snow day I've ever had. So what did you do, Casey? So I'd like to first preface this by saying that I have no classes on Tuesdays. (laughs) So the snow day was disappointing a little bit. The only thing it prevented me from doing was meeting with my senior design team on campus. We had to have a like conference call. So that was like the most exciting thing that happened all day. In the grand scheme of things, I just chilled, laid around, did nothing most of the day. And yeah, that's about it. I just have like a policy with snow days though that I have to I have to talk about here. You have to the way I feel with with snow is you can't hope that it's going to snow. You have to do the opposite. You have to be like, "Oh no, it's not going to snow." Mm-hmm. Cuz then if you're wrong, it's like, "Oh, great. I get the day off, like tons of snow." But if you're right, you know, you're right and you're like, "Haha, gotcha." But moving forward, I think it was important that they canceled the, that day just because literally everyone else at that point had already canceled. Like people talk about tech being late all the time to do, to declare these kinds of things, and while it was earlier than usual for us, it was still the last essentially one to cancel things. Tech was, so it's progress, but at the same time, I feel like um, it's not that great. And I also feel like having the Super Bowl this weekend really made everyone like take a step back and go like, okay, we have to be better safe than sorry this time because mm-hmm. if we have snowpocalypse too. The week of the Super Bowl, that's going to be a huge disaster. Like, we're going to lose the city a ton of money, and we'll never host the Super Bowl again, blah, 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 stuff like that. That's a good point. I didn't even think about how, like, the magnitude of the Super Bowl being here and already having so many people from not only, like, out of the city but out of state and just, like, more traffic already would play into their decision. Um, Yeah, I guess, like, one of the things we wanted to talk about, though, was like what the protocol should be for canceling these things. And I think Casey brings up an important point when he says like, kind of have to be better safe than sorry in this case. Obviously the snow day didn't pan out and I saw a lot of people kind of like ragging on GT being like, oh man, like we got classes canceled for this and it's like sunny or it's just, you know, like a light rain and 40 degrees or whatever. But you never really know in that situation. And I think, I mean, everybody thought that everybody I use that term loosely but a lot of people thought that 
it was actually going to be um, pretty treacherous for people to commute onto campus. Um, so, you know, there was the risk of snow falling, but also of ice and ice on the roads. And yeah, in that case, it's like if school buses aren't running and like the state offices are all closed and other universities are closed, like tech kind of has no choice but to follow suit, I would say, because in the case that they're the only ones open and it does actually snow or it does become like slightly treacherous for people to commute to campus, then, you know, they're in more trouble than if they just played it safe and took a day off. So, yeah, I understand the people who get mad at tech for being late on a lot of these things. Uh, unfortunately for me, I'm kind of used to that. My middle and high school were like almost identical to tech and how like long they waited to cancel school. So I'm used to like seeing snow falling, like all of the public schools or whatever schools are already canceled and then you're still waiting to hear and then it's like, oh, you have just have a two hour delay or something like that. And so that kind of thing bothers me, but at the same time, it's understandable that they're like this. Um, I think right. this was better at least because they did it the day before. I was actually shocked that they Normally did it's early. like they four did. in the morning, yeah, exactly. the day of, and I'm exactly. like, I don't want to set my alarm for this time. Exactly. So. Like, that's what I'm used to, and it was, like, a pleasant surprise to not have that happen. But at the same time, I feel like they're going to swing back in the other direction because of this and be like, okay, we have to decide late now because nothing happened this time. Right. Which they essentially swung this way after finals last year in December of 2017 where it snowed, like, four inches on the first Friday of finals, and they're like oh, finals are still going on, guys. We can't really cancel anything, so have fun, like, (laughs) hiking through this blizzard. And I feel like that kind of changed their perspective a little bit for this time, but now I'm afraid that next time it's going to shift back and it's just going to be a pendulum effect going back and forth until we somehow settle on a good time. Either way, we did get a little bit of a break. I know for me it was much needed. Uh, Tuesday is my busiest day. And so when I got the message that we were closing campus, I cried some tears of joy. Um, So I hope that you made good use of your snow day and maybe you got a little bit of rest or did something that you wouldn't have had time to do otherwise. So yeah. In other news, the opposite of a shutdown happened. The government (laughs) reopened uh, earlier this week or late last week. Um, what are your thoughts on this temporary reopening, Bailey? So not to get too controversial here, but I just think this whole mess is stupid, particularly the fact that it's like just like this temporary tentative opening of the government. Like, I just feel like there are so many people's lives who are affected by this and who are at stake um, and their livelihoods and their jobs. And the fact that it's like so... Like, it just almost seems like nothing for the people who have the power to reopen and shut down the government for them to just, like, do it so nonchalantly. And, like, I think that's what bothers me the most is the fact that, I mean, we've heard about it a lot in the news and everything, but it still feels like people are so, like, passive about it almost. And I'm, I just don't see how that could be because, like, so many people are impacted by this and like I think what was it like 800,000 workers were furloughed and I don't know there are so many people who aren't getting their paychecks and who 
are working without pay or not working at all. And so I'm happy that it's back open and that those people can return to work and get some kind of pay in the next few weeks. But it's just like this looming threat of it closing back down again is what really just bothers me because I feel like we should care more about the people who are being negatively affected by this. Yeah, I agree. I think one of the bigger things that people might not have realized but would have come to a head towards the end of the shutdown had the shutdown continued rather than this temporary like relief um, was that some of the more important government employees were starting to there were starting to be rumblings of them going on like not say strike but saying like calling in sick and stuff like that specifically I was seeing stuff with air traffic controllers where earlier on in the shutdown you saw people complaining like oh TSA agents aren't showing up and that's all well and good that's a whole nother issue TSA is like security theater um, so they're not like the real important ones in my opinion they're important but the air traffic controllers the ones that like you know direct airplanes in and out of airports all over the country those are like the real big head honcho people and they were thinking about going on not working and that kind of shuts down the entire country at that point like right. not just the government and so it was good that the relief came when it did because we had in the longest shutdown at this point in time and it was starting to look very grim for a lot of these workers to like get paychecks and stuff but i think we were lucky in that regard but moving forward or if we reshut down the government on february 15th i don't really see us coming to a deal anytime soon like i think this cycle is just going to continue if they shut down again because at this point they haven't reached a deal if they don't reach a deal by February 15th, it's kind of just like, well, you've had two months, essentially, at that point to talk about this, and you still can't resolve it. Yeah, and, like, we kind of talked about this on Battleground a few weeks ago, but I just, I can't really attribute this to anything other than just, like, a massive temper tantrum. And, like, I don't know if that's, I don't know. I don't know if that's just me, but it just seems so petulant in a way it's just it's just petulant. Yeah, I can see that. And I think that hopefully the fact that we got new senators and House representatives might help in terms of them going, hey, like, I want to actually do something. Can can we do something? Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, uh, reopens the government. But I'm not exactly optimistic that this is going to be resolved anytime soon, especially based on all of the news around the Trump campaign and like the indictments that have been come recently. Like, I don't think like at this point, Trump doesn't want to compromise. And I think that mm. is part of the problem. And I think, I think that's kind of like what I meant by petulant is just like the lack of willingness to like compromise in any sort of way is what's like really frustrating and really concerning to me because it's like, this I don't know it just doesn't look good for like ever compromising because if there was anything to compromise on and any time to compromise on it like this is it and the time has long passed um however I do think like I was reading an article earlier that I was just trying to find but um it was talking about how the numbers and like the ratings for the party and the approval ratings specifically for like President Trump and the Republican Party have just completely like fallen in the last few weeks because of this. And 
to me, that is like the only thing that really lends to the fact that they might end this soon because it's like, oh, crap, this is getting real bad for us. And ultimately, at the end of the day, they all do want to get reelected um, because that's those are their jobs, too. And it's OK if we like put other people's jobs at risk, but we don't want to put their jobs at risk because like, oops. But yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of a really crappy situation. And I hope something happens, but I don't know. Yeah. So just to close out, uh, as I said earlier, the government's deadline for this temporary opening is February 15th. If they don't reach a deal by then, we go back into shutdown. Uh, we'll see what happens. But, you know, who knows? Oof. <laughs> Check out our latest issue of The Technique, published Friday, February 1st. We cover the Bernard M. Gordon Prize, College of Design Research Forum, and a review of Glass. Tune in next week for some more fresh, dank news. Thanks for hanging out with us this week. If you have opinions about current events, let us know by tweeting us at neekpod or emailing podcast at neek.net. If you're interested in writing for The Technique or sending a letter to the editor, email us at opinions at neek.net. To support The Technique, pick up a fresh copy of our newspaper every Friday and tune in to Rec Radio at 91.1 FM. To hear more news, tune in on Mondays at 6 p.m. for Battleground. Thanks for listening. See you next time. time.